0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 7. Super Sleuths in the Sugar Islands by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 9. Government House. Once the sleuths had made sure Anna was okay and the little parrot was sleeping peacefully, they turned their attention to the chest they had found. They had opened the ancient chest and carefully unpacked each item to reveal rich fabric, silks and an intricate wedding dress of delicate yellowing lace. These are such fine materials, said Sophie, who loved to sew. I've never seen anything like them. "'The people must have been very small, though,' commented Zelie "'as she looked at the delicate clothes and shoes. "'You're right,' cried Sam. "'I'd never be able to fit into these shoes.' "'He was holding up an ornate buckled shoe "'to show how much longer his foot was. "'Rafa loved the lace mantillas "'and was gently stroking the intricate patterns. "'What were these used for?' wondered Sophie aloud. "'Women covered their head with them in church,' explained Lara." Ah yes, we learned about churches. They were popular in the old times, remarked Zav. Isn't it strange how there are none left? Oh look, gasped Sophie. She was holding up a doll made of china, delicately painted and richly robed in tiny silks. She was beautiful. And because she had been deep inside the chest, the colours were as bright as the day she had been made the sleuth stared in wonder at the contents. There were silk shoes, silver shoe buckles, lace slippers, fans, tiaras and several hat boxes. Were hats important? asked Sam. They must have been to have more than one in here. Yeah, I think so, agreed Duke. Apparently people wore them all the time. Isn't it funny how times change? mused Zelly. Well, The clothes may change, but I don't think people change that much, added Milo wisely, as Rafa waved one of the fans gently in the air. Governor Jacoby Jones was delighted with their finds. I'll hold a party to thank you, he declared. I will also give you the freedom of the islands. The sleuths smiled their thanks. What does the freedom of the islands mean? asked Sav in a whisper. It means you're VIPs. "'Twinkled the governor. "'Very important people,' chipped in Marmaduke, and they all laughed. "'We did well to get through this adventure,' said Nika. "'A great job by you sleuths. "'Once again you foiled those pesky pirates.' "'Anna the parrot had woken up "'and was sitting perkily on Zelly's shoulder, cheeping happily. "'She was no worse for wear, thank goodness, "'though she did not like Humberto one tiny bit. "'I know how she feels.' said Sophie, stroking Anna's feathers sympathetically. At the party, the governor had really pulled out all the stops. There were pineapples filled with milkshakes, cakes galore and many sweets, all the colours of the rainbow. Rafa was in heaven and the children were pretty happy too. That monkey's greed never ceases to amaze me, said Zav, as he watched the monkey stuffing himself with anything and everything he could get his little paws on. Uh, I think that's enough, he declared, as the little monkey tried to shove an entire cream cake into his mouth. Enough, Rafa, he said firmly, taking the little monkey by the paw and leading him away from the food to sit quietly for a few minutes. Is there any news of the terrible twosome? asked Lara, referring to Humberto and Umberto. No, they've managed to do their usual disappearing act, replied Sam with a frown. They must have learnt it from Count Zuto and Valvinicius, said Milo, and they all nodded in agreement. The one thing these pesky pirates were good at was evading capture. Count Zuto and Valvinicius also have an uncanny knack of disappearing, said Milo. We'll get them in the end, declared Zav, returning with a much calmer raffer in tow. I heard a rumour about a secret meeting on one of the islands recently, mused Duke. Apparently, it was connected to pirates, and one in particular was wearing a long black cloak, and he was with a large man with a huge white bird perched on his shoulder. The sleuths were staring at him intently. I've always thought it sounded strange, so I remembered it, Duke added, looking around at everyone's faces. That description sounds exactly like Vinicius, breathed Sam. And that sounds like he was with Prince Igor too, added Zelie with a worried frown. One thing's certain, said Milo. Whatever they were doing, I'm sure they were up to no good. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 10, Nika and the Navigators. Help spread the word about the Super Sleuths and their adventures by telling your friends and leaving us a review. See you next time.